0: Hello, everybody, welcome to another episode of Off the Rackham Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is our comic book review show. We take the comic books of the past week and we recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comic books that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. We also talk about the news of the hour uh, or week or month, depending on when we get to the show. Uh, obviously, we missed last week. Oh, that's my notification.
1: Hey, notifications are turned on. Notification squad. Well, what? That's is it, right. Is it in your pocket or something? No, it's
0: over here. But uh, that's my notification to let me know that we just went live and you should know that as well by liking mm-hmm. the video, subscribe to our channel and clicking, of course, notifications uh, to be turned on so that you know when we are going live every week, uh, usually on Mondays. This past Monday we skipped, yes. uh, but we also released a special episode of The Good, the Bad and the Ugly where yes. we talked about a spotlight episode. Normally we take three books, but this time we did one book and I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, we've actually done that kind of format before, but um, I noticed that... Uh, a lot of folk, uh, relatively new viewers, uh, were like confused and uh, found it to sense. be new, which I'm th- which I'm thrilled by because yeah. it means we get to reintroduce people to the whole premise of the channel and to the the the, the team and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so uh, this past Saturday we spent uh, the, the majority of the day at uh, ZapCon in Wayne, New Jersey, mm-hmm. where we uh, sold some wares, we sold some hats, sold some uh, posters, stickers. And, of course, got better acquainted with our audience at large, people who can and would go uh, from all over to uh, scenic Wayne, New Jersey. Uh, It was awesome to meet and re-meet so many uh, really, really fun, uh, funny, and uh, friendly members of the audience. Uh, It's always the highlight of the show. Uh, It's always the highlight of any time that we go to a convention. Uh, Just the previous week, we went to Baltimore Comic Con. We had an amazing time there as well. Um, and had an, a similar experience of running into audience members who were super awesome. So if you are in the chat right now and you're watching the show live, guess what? You may be in the presence of some people who are physically members of the population who saw us the other day, and you should know that you're part of a community and you should feel good about like being around so many like-minded, f- friendly, fun people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's really nice. It's, yeah, it's always delightful and it's humbling. It is. I've I I said that before. It's, it's very, it's very humbling. You're
0: not wrong. Like, uh, <laughs> We also uh, had a chance to meet up with uh, Scott Snyder and uh, Tom King, who were both guests of ZapCon. It was yeah. their 30th anniversary of having a comic book store. That is to say, Zap's not Tom and Scott's. <laughs> Although I would love to see Tom and Scott's comic shop. Uh, but I would
1: watch that show.
0: Seriously, you kidding um, me? Like TikTok just watch them just YouTube. to kill each other? That'd be amazing. What? <laughs> because they're two titans in the industry and they you know they have strong opinions and then well you know they'd be like all right so i'm thinking i'm gonna put these wall books over here and he'd be like yeah i'm thinking court of owls and the other one being like yeah i'm thinking the wedding and then seeing where that goes but then they
1: have to team up
0: that's true that's well they have to fight first in order to team up exactly and then like dan slot shows up and he's like oh spider man's the best and then they can fight him but uh yeah it's uh it was it was a fun show they were of course wonderful to chat with we got a chance to chat with them uh not on camera or anything but uh, it's a good time so you know if you didn't if you didn't go you missed out i gotta tell you sorry to say but uh yeah
1: the FOMO is real.
0: This show is, uh, of course, sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's show by using Super Chats. Ask a question or comment. We'll read it here on the show. If you don't want to do that, you can always go to patreon.com slash Help us more directly. Yeah. Or if you're watching the show after it's all over, you can always use Super Thanks and post a comment and do that. It's like you did a Super Chat. Super Thanks. But, uh, yeah, I don't like it myself. But, you know, I don't like the the... the the nonsense around it but i do like the fact that like it, it helps us directly and oh, sure. also no, that no, it gives no, them I, a chance to dis- I, I to you. distinguish i get you uh, but yeah uh the other thing that i want to talk about ah the, about the news um i wanted to know what your opinion was and you could be this could be like a two minute topic or a five minute topic who knows oh boy uh but i wanted to chat about bill willingham's decision to declare that fables is in the public domain and see what you thought about it because uh I, I found. Well, uh, you asked
1: me about it, and then I immediately it was like, can he do that? Right. I don't know if that's how the rights work because I don't honestly know enough about the rights from Vertigo. No. Especially um in terms of characters that were kind of brought in.
0: Well, especially if they're already based and, in the public domain.
1: And well, I'm also trying to, like, I honestly don't recall off the top of my head because we're just, the South is presenting this to me now, so it's not like I had an opportunity to you know go ahead and uh research this ahead of time but mm-hmm. well, not that i would have no certainly <laughs> um, no
0: I there's no time for you to do um that.
1: but uh like for example like a lot of the like suite of vertigo characters that people most fondly remember were actually created when they were under dc's umbrella exactly. before they broke out into vertigo right so i'm just like i don't know i don't think they came i think they came about under vertigo mm-hmm. directly and i just don't know what that contract look like and and so without knowing that i i feel like though because it is owned by dc yeah that they were very much like i mean you don't own these guys
0: right you don't own the wolf among us right you know although i wonder who facilitates the deal like the wolf among Us video games right if dc slash vertigo is involved in any way then that gives us a good uh, or at least a better insight into who actually really calls the shots.
1: Right. But then again, like look at the Sandman Netflix show, Neil had an incredible and, influence and, in, and in, but you
0: know what we saw the Warner brothers logo.
1: It's true. That's true. Right.
0: Um, and while like uh, Neil does determine what happens with Sandman for the most part, I mean, he doesn't re it's, it's a courtesy. It's really more yeah. about optics than it is about like any kind of obligation.
1: Yeah. Um, so I again like I I, I don't know. I, I I don't know if he has any um ability to to do that or if he meant something else by it no. but it just seemed like contractually speaking I don't know if he actually has the ability to do that.
0: Yeah. I doubt it uh but well at least I doubt that it will come about the way he thinks it will. Right. Um or the way that he's presenting it. It could be that the whole thing is just a big smoke and mirrors game where he's just like i'm doing it to make dc look like the bad guy, right, like to
1: make ops to put optics on it
0: exactly like get people talking about it get people on my side get mm. people like you know up on this whole thing and then you know have dc come out which they did and they issued a statement in which they were basically like no yeah and, and i and i imagine it was probably a baffled confused one where they're like what
1: right well yeah because it's like regardless of like if he's all right, so if you're telling a story about a mm-hmm. character who is outside of the like, like that is not that is in the public domain, mm-hmm. right, in the first place. It's more that the stories themselves would be the thing that he could have ownership, right, over. or
0: the, the or the very specific versions of the public domain characters,
1: right, right. But even still, you're under the DC umbrella, and I feel like they wouldn't have. At, I feel like they wouldn't have been flying like that. Even even with image like breathing down their necks.
0: Yeah. No, I I think like in the early 2000s, there's no way. Yeah. But
1: yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, it feels like it's more just a need for optics or like i said like for someone to like be like hey what's going on over yeah, there it
0: could be a, a cage rattling thing because of course it's all predicated on the idea at least according to him that like or that he's... he
1: didn't remember what was in his contract i don't know Well, no
0: I, I i genuinely i i believe it's a it's it's um it's a hollow empty effort i think that he hadn't i, I don't think there'd been much traction on fables for a while there was no you know they there there's been discussion about like adaptations uh not just video games which well, of course is a sweet about, plum they, but they... like
1: they kind of missed the boat on that one because they really did a show that wasn't at all necessarily if you're like about
0: Once Upon a Time that yes. was originally a fable show and then they, right, and then it fell apart and right. they turned it into that. But
1: and like people really, I never watched it, but the people really seemed to like that show quite a bit, right? And, and now it just feels like if they tried to do that, people would be like, Isn't that just this,
0: right? Exactly, it's just this, but without the Disney characters, lame, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm certain that that's certainly one point of contention, but I, I, I feel like there haven't been any fables comics in a while and i know that he has like claimed that he's submitted scripts and that he's like i would like to keep fables going but dc won't do it and and so it's like a way to kind of just get their attention i
1: believe that yeah and like and i'm not like not trying to make him a bad guy at all right i'm just saying like i just don't think he actually can just be like i submitted to the public domain no you can't just say it out
0: loud like oh it's public domain now you have to call a lawyer and and make sure that's the case yeah
1: yeah yeah you so i like, don't, don't mistake deck. what i'm saying as like support for dc not giving their creators rights um i'm just saying i i don't think in this instance he has the ability to do that no um you know it, it could be that maybe they didn't like the scripts or right. maybe there isn't enough of an audience at this point and it doesn't justify
0: yeah doing a print
1: of it right but hey there's a lot of other options for them to do something with this yeah
0: like with the series i think that the current situation is just that bill willingham is not the is is not someone with whom the current dc administration wants to work mm. I, I think that's really what it is i think it's just that the folks there either are like who or no
1: sure and i don't know enough about him honestly exactly um, but like i could i could honestly see them like that they should do like a show like an animated show yeah, yeah. Like that, that'll differentiate you from
0: from the rest of it from the once in future the the reality is if there was if they thought there was money to be made from the fables brand it would have been in the james gunn rollout like they would have launched fables instead of creature commandos although it is part of like the interconnected universe it doesn't mean whereas fables would not have been it
1: doesn't mean that it couldn't be maybe at at some point um but i think there's a lot of opportunity for them if he does have scripts like literally like and i know they've they've, right they've kind of like touched like, into, like, the, um, like, digital landscape for comics, yeah. but, like, I feel like there'd be such an audience there. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: you're oh, talking, like you're web talking toons. about, like, a webtoons. Like, yeah. just take, take, take Fables Webby. You yeah, know?
1: like, let them, let them have that, like, have at it. I, I feel like that would be a great place to I find agree. a new audience.
0: Yeah, uh, well, there you have it. Uh, moving on, Colleen says, it was so nice getting to see you guys at ZapCon. You guys were really the best, and we hope everyone is enjoying the socks. Uh, thank you, Colleen. What, uh, Colleen's referring to is uh through uh, uh down syndrome uh day which is celebrated typically on march 21st um there's this nice little way that you can celebrate by uh wearing bright co- brightly colored socks and um colleen is kind enough to supply us with said socks and we just happen to have them here at the studio kind of to
1: make the most out of rattling to i know because but
0: they're like they're uh you know themed to our specifications to our interests um and these of course uh are just just the kindness of, uh, of Colleen and raising awareness about, uh, about down syndrome Uh, and uh, yeah. So thank you very much, Colleen, for these. Uh, there are two them. more pairs. That those are in the comfort and care of their recipients, which is of course Ben and Ethan. Yes. Uh, and trust me, they're they're hilarious. Uh, Chris, they are. Chris Martin, <laughs> first time super chatting. Love the content. Love you, Chris. Thanks so much for being here and welcome to the to the to the population. Well,
1: thank you. Thank you. Thank. Oh, also, and and hello to Anthony.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> that's right. Yes, they... hey Anthony, how are you? <laughs> um, the Gray initiate. Uh, today's my birthday. Well, happy birthday to happy the Gray. Happy birthday, Gray. Uh, happy yeah. birth, gray. Uh, I decided to treat myself to a trip to a bookstore. I I picked up gotham city year one f- on your glowing recommendation it was absolutely incredible so thank you for that thank you gray initiate for uh that uh ringing endorsement and for uh, trusting my recommendation our recommendation uh no that was yours all right it was mine but That's like uh i'll take i'll take, take full, the credit full is marks that for that uh yeah uh thank you thank you very much yeah we we when we like genuinely when we're like this is cool yeah i think we're pretty much on the ball I think, I think we're pretty late. I think
1: it depends. It depends on your taste It's true. And if your tastes tend to align with what our like what we tend to enjoy, then yes, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Uh let's talk about some books that came out this week some that we can check out. Uh I read the <laughs> relaunch of Daredevil with Siladin Ahmed and Aaron Cooter on art. Uh this is of course like after Zadarsky left uh, Daredevil. And I do believe he left. I don't think it was that he like wrapped up a story. I think he was like, I'm done. I'm leaving. And uh, I so love
1: this cover,
0: it's a it's a J.R. Junior. I
1: know it is. Of course. But we'll like,
0: j- I think that's pretty much where his wheelhouse is at this point. The I character like, has to be in the rain, in the dark.
1: Yeah, I, I don't necessarily love the rain effect on him. No, but I really like everything else about it. I, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Pushing those warm tones, push forward. It looks great. It's true. Cool tones receive. It's It's just yeah. No, great. Agreed. Does everything inside match up to the coolness of this cover?
0: No, uh, but the uh, the, but the interiors don't match this at all. It's not the it's not the right. Well, I just seat. mean like
1: the the overall book.
0: It's fine. Oh. It's it's very fine. Uh, the story is basically about faith, as you can imagine. Matt is now a a, a priest.
1: The second Slayer.
0: <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> not not really that. Not slayer. that faith. But uh, yeah, no, the, Matt Murdoch. Uh, the, the new status quo is he's a priest, and uh, he takes care of kids. And, uh, you know, he's got to take care of his neighborhood. You know, it's just like Matt Murdock with a different outfit on. And um, he has partial amnesia, but like, you know, you got you got Electra in there and she's still Daredevil. But it doesn't feel like that is a thing they want to do anymore. So she is a victim instead of a hero and we're not going to like battle narratives about which, which daredevil is leading the book. It's about Matt. It's about him being a man of the cloth. And, you know, in fact, we even have that moment uh, in this book narratively where Electra goes to him and he finally remembers who she is. And then like they, they connect and he's like, uh, and, and she goes, well, uh, I'm going to continue to take care of this church and take care of these kids financially. But like when we'll get you the hell out of here and get you back into being Matt Murdock daredevil. And he's like, Oh no, no, this status quo will last at least six to 12 issues. Like, I, I have no interest in in not being a priest anymore, even though I don't think I was, you know, adorned or frocked or whatever the, the explanation, you know, the, ter- the term is. I don't know where the hell that would have happened. Maybe in hell when he went there, because literally he went to hell and then came back and he was a priest now. Uh But
1: I feel it, like that maybe like it's like an honorary doctorate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I God doesn't. <laughs> present honorary doctorates those are called sainthoods i believe because nobody i mean like the church determines you're a saint but before that it was kind of just up to the
1: ordained that is the word
0: ordained thank you that's exactly right you should know that i should know that yeah not because i have been ordained but certainly because i have a passing interest if not document the proofs that i spent a lot of time working on that but uh yeah uh The book is in constant uh, conflict with itself. Uh, It wants to be this kind of like fun. I don't know. It's the art is good, but it does not match the tone. Mm -hmm. And it is much more like not goofy, but fun. It is a it is a uh, a more lighthearted theme in terms of art. But the, uh, you know, Matt is dealing with you know his new role as a priest but he also doesn't remember anything else so he doesn't like compare being a lawyer to a priest there's no like this is a lot of growing pains he's just in it and he's already done it so the the fun of him leaning into this role is over that's gone we don't get to experience that instead we have to deal with him already shouldering the responsibility Mm -hmm. you know and that that's kind of like not a lot of fun but again daredevil isn't always fun and games for the most part it's actually about like you know sacrifice and and misery but uh then electra gets in uh possessed by a demon and uh the and and the effect by which cooter depicts the demon possession is really cool really yeah like there's a head over her head and her body kind of like dangles while the while the the demon's body like carries her around like like she's a beard the dangles from his, from the demon's body. And it's like, it's a really interesting way to depict a demon. And it was more interesting um, that you consistently nailed it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but overall, I, I'm I'm not, uh, I'm not feeling it, but we'll see how it goes. Um, okay. I found myself enjoying it in spite of myself.
1: Okay. okay.
0: Um, I, not enough for me to go like, this is new. Like there, there are some books where I'm like, like, like penguin where I was like, oh god i gotta read a penguin book too damn it it's amazing you know right, th- right this was not damn it It was amazing but it well i was but i was like i was already kind of not thrilled yes. with this yes with yes, the status yes. quo with this pre- presentation but when we got through about halfway i'm like i find that this is really engaging and well done right okay so uh, i reluctantly enjoyed this book
1: i i can't i'm not gonna be able to pull it up right now but your description of the demon made me think of a scene from fooly cooly and i'm just living in, in that headspace right now
0: that would not surprise me if it, if, if, if it was some kind of homage
1: <laughs> i'm sure it isn't i'm just saying i was like ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what did you read this week i don't know okay
1: I read a bunch of books. Can I talk about a book I read last week? from That'd be great. Um, last week, yeah, why not? From two weeks ago, mm-hmm. from from the show that wasn't from last week. Yeah, that's right. Just because we got we have to we have to wrap this up. Yeah, we've got to wrap up that Ghost Rider story.
0: Oh yeah, the
1: Ghost Rider, um, uh, Wolverine, Weapons of Vengeance book. Of the, course, the mega issue. I completely out. agree. And I was like, no, 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 no yeah, We're not no, just no, going to no, no, like no. let that go I can't by just the let wayside. Let that, that dangle off of a demon's chin mm-hmm. like Electra. Um, i should hope not <laughs> uh we we need to just you know be like hey it it ended it's uh you know ben percy jeff shaw on art. it's like the entire weapons of vengeance book which started with an alpha an issue and then went to uh you know the ghost Rider and wolverine books uh you know irrespective and then ended with an omega issue naturally so, as is
0: the way of things as today. is
1: the way of things awesome um and, and so like this felt like sorry i was like <laughs> um this <laughs> felt to me like it wasn't supposed to either happen prior to the attack on krakoa right or, or after yeah or like i don't know
0: mm-hmm.
1: anyway it doesn't um, matter, it doesn't matter it, because well, it wasn't
0: really written around that
1: it, it all wraps up and you know they they invented like another like a demon for this but you know it, it's fine because it's like a ghost Ghostwriter books why not like a million demons we can't uh-huh. Um, but the idea was that like Mephisto was bored with like the, the style I was like, yeah, yeah, fair. That's fair. Yeah, and he was bored. He was bored with the like style of torture down in hell. And so he created this new uh demon. Mm-hmm. And um he um he he designed it so that the demon would torture people by creating art
0: mm. and that's why there's all
1: those crazy like statue sculptory, right. like, towery things because it's like oh it's creating art cool whatever um and like what do you want from this book you know like there's that element where it's like this creepy stuff and this kid and like we're we aren't going to go really go back to that but we, we are want, going to see wolverine riding on a, a motorcycle as a ghost rider good because the, the it, demon gets bound to, to wolverine and, and and seeks out you know others because he's being controlled by um the government essentially oh and like orcas and like whatever okay you know what? like it, it, it turns out they talk about the government more so that's why i was like what is this whole story of that anyway yeah um but um so it's hunting dead mutants okay and um yeah at the end of the day the, the guy the, the kid who was now an adult man who had the demon with him and wanted it off of him he feels empty without him without the demon yeah Yeah, he doesn't know how to live without it Mm -hmm. uh so he desperately wants to get back with it wolverine being wolverine is able to end up like going against programming kind of thing and and the kid ends up joining with it only to end up like dying but not really it's like there's literally there's he like,
0: dies so that you can become a new character no, that they fight later. no
1: no there's literally a horror movie trope ending to this which i kind of appreciated when you're dealing with ghost rider that's where you're going to put it and that's where it makes the most sense mm-hmm. um but wolverine and ghost Rider, like, the last few pages of this are actually really solid where like wolverine and ghost rider are like hey it's over that's really dope and then they they go on their their way and like their narrations like johnny takes the first two panels on the right. page and Wolverine takes the last two and they they match up perfectly cool. and it's like cool neat and I'm like this is fine like I would absolutely you know love to have a every once in a while I don't want an ongoing I just want every once in a while little mini little mini book that shows up where it's just like hey here's some crazy crap that Johnny Blaze or Danny Ketch or Robbie Reyes I don't care yeah had to do with Wolverine right just let them join and and do their thing and then oh wow that was nuts could yeah. happen in the past <laughs> could happen now wolverine doesn't want to talk about it that's doesn't tell anyone that, yeah. about it just goes on i love that yeah I, I, I just i love that idea um yeah yeah almost like a Legends of the dark knight that's right marvel
0: oh my god that's such a good idea um really quick i'm just gonna give a quick shout out to birds of prey number one from kelly thompson and leonardo romero uh i read this last week as well and oh cool
1: i didn't know about this i this know it's like it'd be up my alley
0: it it, it, it I think it is. Okay. It's a fun idea. Uh, Dinah. Okay, it's,
1: it's Thompson. So exactly. I'm like, I'm now
0: she it. knows what's up. Like her her Black Widow series was friggin' sick. Uh, but yeah, this was um Black Widow. I'm sorry, Black Widow. Ha Black Canary. Mm-hmm. Her sister has been taken, and uh, so she needs to form a team, a Black Ops team of like badass chicks to kick ass and take names. She brings in mm-hmm. Cassandra Cain, Big Barda, uh, and uh, uh, Zealot, and the last piece of the puzzle is Harley Quinn because we need to boost sales, and so. Sure.
1: I love that Barda's on the team. I do too. Like, I'm so into that. No, I know. It's great. Because, like, she has such a different life.
0: Yeah, different life, different approach. Every
1: one of these characters, obviously. Could
0: work or has has their own. Has, like,
1: their own thing. But I'm like, Barda's got.
0: Yeah, it's just cool to see Barda and Cassandra team up. Yeah, and you see that a lot well, in this just, issue. It's just
1: kind of fun to see Barta team up, like, yeah, with, with anybody,
0: exactly, like
1: without Scott being there, right? That's,
0: that's I agree, I agree, and I and you get it, like you get character interactions you wouldn't expect or that you would I expect from they this. Threw
1: zealot on there. I think
0: that's fantastic. Like, that's, I'm like that's, that's,
1: but like Barda and her, do they get along or do they not?
0: It's it, it they don't really interact. It's oh, very it's, it's, it's very. Like, tertiary. It's like right there. I know. Well, we have a, a series. It's the first issue. We needed a lot of Harley Quinn in here just because like nobody wanted her in the book. The idea is that nobody was it was no one but cassandra liked the idea cassandra pitched it because she's like unpredictable
1: yeah i could i could see dinah not wanting yeah she's that. like no and, I, I have no interest And Barta in she be very used to this
0: mm-hmm. because on... she's insane yeah she... well no
1: because she yeah and she she hung out with the other fury exactly. so it's like she should be very used to dealing with this yeah and have tactics
0: exactly that... so i like that a lot <laughs> and it, it was fun and, and like the use of zealot while it wasn't necessarily like you know she's sleeping with grifter and there's it's it's directly connected to the uh to the to the awful series that's happening with wildcats i believe just ended forgivably okay. um, but um i think that uh we can move on from it now and we can integrate wild storm a little more freely like putting her on here you yeah. know obviously zealot
1: that's like throwing angela on a team
0: great idea which they've done
1: i know but that's and what I'm it worked. like it's like that exactly
0: yeah except no but for me zealot is inexorably a wildcat Oh, yeah. You know, but making her part of it, you could make Zealot into the Wolverine of the DC universe, which I would very much be okay with. It's kind of cool. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, I dug it. I dug it quite a bit. Uh, and, uh, if you are a big fan of this, uh, this channel and you watched our Elseworlds exchange, we had the uh, creative team behind kill your darlings come out. The book came out last week or at least two weeks ago. You should check it out. If you haven't already, it's, uh, yeah, it's like an eighties movie. Um, about like yeah it's like a it's like an 80s movie about like childhood that science fiction meets i kill giants so definitely check out kill your darlings um you have any others from two weeks ago that you no, want to cover no
1: no no i don't want to bog us down but
0: that's fair i didn't i just i there. was like
1: that one was the the end of that and i was like we're never getting back around to no you it's know true. what i mean so i was like let me let's just let's just say like that ended and it was awesome
0: yeah um, I also read *The Alternates*. Speaking of shows that you guys probably didn't watch, uh, that was an interview. <laughs> but they challenge you to watch. Yeah, you should check it out. It's a really fun conversation between me, myself, and one of the writers of uh, *The Alternates*, uh, Jordan Bloom. Uh, but this is the spinoff from *Minor Threats*, which was, of course, their uh, original creation. This looks
1: like magic.
0: Is awesome is it yeah you would dig it the most and this I? is one of those books i was like you should read this um, I have a new and i don't normally recommend books to tiffany because she recommends books to me and she knows what she's talking about better than me but this is this is like a zine of vertigo made you know what i mean like it's made by oh, it like
1: a bunch of different stories
0: it's a bunch of different ideas oh. no it's like if, if if there was a team of vertigo characters
1: I mean, it's Doom Patrol.
0: yeah no no because there's no like negative man or robot man or like crazy jane yeah, okay that's fine, that's fine you know this is like each of those care all, all of those books in one thing the concept of course is uh that um we're in a superhero universe it's kind of like the silver Age of comics it's like marvel but like you know in terms of like everyone lives in the same universe they're all created mm. around the same time but uh that's that's meyer threats setup. up in the alternates, the idea was that like one of the members of the Justice League or whatever or the government uh grabs this group of characters that no one would miss and throw them at a problem. There's like this interdimensional cross rift that's going on and they get dumped into this cross rift. They disappear for three years and they come back and they are forever changed. What happened was they got dumped from like their civil Silver Age universe into a Vertigo universe where they each were in their own universe that was like a british invasion reinvention of themselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and so they found themselves like bogged down with depth and baggage and like creative energy mm-hmm. that made them interesting and then right. they got spat back out into the silver age so it'd be like if you okay. it, it would be like and, and try to try to strap in for this one it'd be like if you had constantine as like a separate character that almost had nothing to do with the dc universe yes and had like this like several award-winning runs yes and then just tried to fold him directly into like a batman book
1: that's a bad idea
0: uh and i believe it's called uh the new 52 yeah i know but uh and everything else of course uh but yeah or or making swamp thing like an alan moore character and then being like alan moore's on a team called justice league and you're like what How's it not alan moore a uh, swamp thing but uh but yeah like
1: i like the idea of alan moore being on a justice League i don't
0: want to be here <laughs> like, they I did that they made swamp like, thing look like alan moore i'm like i nah, really boo.
1: love him the idea of him being forced to sit at the table
0: yeah like, attend boo, meetings. i don't want to be here no one to protest is me <laughs> But yeah, so uh, alternates, neat idea, cool execution, good art, uh, great art actually, uh, and um,
1: that cover is incredible, especially the stuff in the background. It's
0: I know, no, I love the awesome. I, I love the cover. The, the cover, well, I was like, oh, good idea, and uh, the book itself is a good idea as well. Uh, it's written, of course, by Jordan Bloom, Pat Oswald, and Tim Seeley.
1: Oh, nice. Okay.
0: With art by uh, Christopher Milton or Mitten and Tess Fowler, and Tess Fowler like really brings her a game.
1: I knew that Mitten does somewhere.
0: too, but you know they're all doing great so it's worth checking out awesome Uh what else we got tiffany uh actually while you uh i'm gonna read these super chats
1: I, started, I thought i was like i feel a super chat coming
0: panda go crazy comic papa always gets paid miss seeing you guys live who is the most your most memorable fan moment um like ever i can't say i have like a most memorable because
1: it's like picking your favorite
0: your favorite child yeah. like it's a I, I love all my fan moments there's there's very few where like you know i had to just uh this past ZapCon, i did sign a shirt for the first time um but you know it, i don't have those i know of my favorite
1: fan moment is and it has nothing to do with a specific fan it just has to do with the fact that we were in a situation where we were having a meetup and fans were there and had nothing to do with me oh, and what's it that? was just hilarious yeah do you remember like i know you did we were in new york comic-con and we had that meetup down by where dc used like it used to yes, have their area and like we're all like there and everybody was there ben was there and ethan mm-hmm. was there we had candy yeah and ben decided to throw oh. a candy at someone yeah uh, that to won- someone that wanted it and so he was like here we go and he just threw it and you're a comic-con
0: so like this girl just walked in the path unbeknownst to anyone and just took a candy wrapper to the face <laughs>
1: with a candy in it
0: just just bam
1: that <laughs> that is unforgettable for me. yeah that's it's unforgettable <laughs> yeah and, and he, po- he, he he felt he, so bad yeah he,
0: he, he tried felt so so bad he tried to fix that there was no fixing it
1: no she was she but at least was, she didn't
0: like press charges no she
1: was okay like it was just but yeah, she survived it was well, i meant, like but like she wasn't like furious.
0: she didn't freak out no yeah. no
1: she was not furious with ben but i will never forget that no
0: <laughs> no i love those uh i mean i love every interaction we have especially you know baltimore we don't really do like a meet and greet and uh at the, the smaller shows like zap like we'll have a booth you'll come to the booth i don't have to like make sure we meet at the flagpole uh but new york comic-con i always like those because like everybody shows up and yeah there's a lot of different people and it's so many different like walks of life and those are always yeah, fun yeah, yeah. also uh, when we do like but- those those meetups at like dewey's or um yes or, or or zap and stuff like that
1: by the way if you're ever if at a show and you come up to me and i have this look on my face that's like what like what what do you want it's because i literally don't think you're there to talk to me mm-hmm. and so i figure you're just going to ask me to move out of the way <laughs> Because I'm just standing someplace I shouldn't be. Naturally. So if I if I have this look on my face, like, what are you doing? What, yeah. what do you want from me? It's because I, I'm like waiting for you to tell me like, hey, could you move over here? Or like, I need to get back there. Like, oh, can I please yeah. by? Yeah that's, yeah, that's my brain.
0: Love it. <laughs> uh, Dustin zimbala says it's midnight here in germany and oh. i need to sleep but here's a little something for the greatest duo on youtube well <gasps> Donkey shane uh, to you dustin we do appreciate it thank you very much get some get some rest yes and we'll see you on the repeat hopefully you're but already you. asleep I, I i also hope so hopefully you're ready uh, rk loved fire and ice hope some of the attention from human target helped keep the series from falling under the radar for most fans i love the shenanigans i didn't read it so it didn't help me
1: Well, I guess it fell under the radar for you. Sure did. (laughs) Just like I didn't read that this week. No,
0: no, no, no. I think that I think that book's going to going to die. Dante Cook says Werewolf by Midnight was so perfect across the board. I would gladly read a series of this if they kept Bloodstone. Uh, I only bought it because of her in the first place. Fingers crossed that BL Batman remains so good. Thank you
1: that last one didn't i was like what
0: i have no idea what that means but i do appreciate your support and uh I, I, I we'll I figure know. it out trust exactly. me exactly but did it's you read climb. werewolf by, by night
1: what do you think
0: i think definitely i know yeah, that i was like why would you, you were read talking... that before
1: i even had a chance to present that i read this
0: book i know well i read I, it's funny i was actually going through the books you know me. i read it i forgot i didn't know you read it you didn't say you read it you said you liked the the, the creator and then when i opened the book and i looked at the creator i went, "Oh." <laughs> I just walked away. But
1: um, yeah, you want to talk about this? Yeah, I think we should really talk about uh, this. Oh, Black Label Batman. Very good. Oh, Black
0: Label Batman. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Thank you.
1: We figured it out. Thank you, Chad. Thank you. Werewolf by Night came out. Um, Derek Landy is the writer. Fran Galan Mm -hmm. is on art. And um, this cynical me upon, you know, seeing this cover and the first couple of pages of this was like, clearly this is trying to tie into that series and why is it coming out now that's really weird wasn't that series like a year old at this point yes is it a year old it, yeah. at least and i'm like bizarre right this is just here it is here's the issue there's the end there's, oh and then we're all finite will continue in another book
0: oh okay right? this is like this is a this one is, and done this is elsa's kind of book is it her issue
1: no we're all finite is going to a team oh this <laughs> is so, hey, just read this book if you want to and please do, because the art in this is unbelievable. Mm. It is I don't have words for like and sometimes it gets a wonky yeah, because no, it has I... like a very distinct styling to it. Um, but like everything is in black and white. Wow. Except for Elsa Bloodstone <laughs> and her bits. Right. right. So when we're in her world, it's beautiful in color, and, color and, and and bright. But then when she enters into the world where we're all finite is it's it's black and white and and monster movie movie. Oh, there's also like red eyes, like ooh, baby, oh, right, yeah. right? Stuff, right? But like, the, I, I can tell you what happens in this book. It's just listen, like the, the pitch is like Elsa and and um um Russell are uh, on a. I, I, I called him by his last name. Right. Her by her and her first, by her first, first name. name. Elsa and Jack um are after the same goal okay right there's a missing person they're both going after it they don't know that they're both going after it they yeah. both have different approaches and uh creepiness ensues okay and that's really what you're, that's all you have to know okay great and the two of them like you know talk like you know have a moment where, where they both reflect on the fact that they've had a relationship mm. this is just really well done it, it's a it's a perfect issue we yeah. really would like more of this I, but i feel like nobody bought it so <laughs> go buy it yeah. Go buy this and then go yell at everybody that you About want to buy. And if you didn't get it, you tell them oh, they shouldn't print it. Because this was just great. Yeah,
0: reprint this. This was
1: just great. It was so good. And I love the way in which Jack reflects his narration. It's it's dramatic and it's flowery. And it's, you know, it's it's what you might expect a werewolf, I guess, to think, right? And yeah. then there's Elsa. Mm-hmm. And I it's just there was a literal moment in this where I was just like, this is almost like Sal and I in in the marvel universe <laughs> so just read this panel and then you read the next one okay while i'm while i continue to talk about this book um the pacing is great in it um the villain is is like it, it's a perfect backdrop it's a perfect backdrop that's hidden thinking about her and that's her sounds <laughs> very um well written and well well spoken man and i'm not so i i really felt like akin to that where i'm like she has like a very basic like this mm-hmm you don't smell like dog
0: well i appreciate it um
1: <laughs> thank you it's <This> great <laughs> but it's a great it's an excellent excellent book and uh, if you did like the series you will get those vibes but it is not the characters from there right like it's not that version of them no like the good stuff from it they they brought were like some of the look of it you know like yes. using the black and white leaning into that right like yeah. they're they the like
0: oh kind of nature yeah of
1: you're it. already a, a, like, a, like associated with that you know that you're familiar with it we'll put it in this book but it is elsa from here and it's jack russell from here yeah so trust me go grab this book it it's it's a, a really great entry into the beginning of spooky season oh yeah sure. I mean, true. it's not like scary no it's, it's just spooky. funny and you know she's got a great great voice yeah great voice sarcastic witty awesome fantastic great book
0: well, while you queue up your next book, sure, sure. Uh, Bryce Harriet says, "What are your thoughts on the idea that you and your colleagues' opinions are going to be primary influences on upcoming comic creators?" Thanks, y'all. I've never thought about that, and I don't think that's—I don't necessarily think that's true. But I—I no. I, I, uh, you know—I no,
1: I think I think it's more going to be
0: <clears throat> the know, works themselves the are works the influences themselves. on these yes. creators. They may be like, "I remember when you used to talk about this," and I would hope that it, at, the, at the very least, they're like the works that inspired me were recommended by you right. that'd be like the closest thing i could see to, to, right. to laying claim to anything or like
1: that it. you know they're like you made me start delving more into something and from that i, I dis- found yes
0: something that made me think that yes. but uh, but no, thank you bryce i appreciate the uh <laughs> they
1: like i was
0: like Bud? no i hope not uh, dante cook zealot as a dc wolverine sell no notes dc could take my money with that idea thank you yeah. yeah no zealot needs a book and she's just like a berserker crazy person like it's just it would be really cool to see um yeah it's just like wonder woman but meets wolverine which is basically what yeah. tom king pitched his wonder woman ongoing series to be yeah uh Jay jade ez says what are your thoughts on dc remaking slash remaking remastering their old games for next gen consoles i've only experienced them doing with the arkham games i have no uh opinions about it one way or the other i i, I usually when they remake or re- or at least remaster them i'm like cool good
1: no i think that they should um it it's becoming increasingly more difficult i feel like for people to get a hold of yeah because just because of like just, just yeah we're losing console changes and stuff like that and, and the idea of like cloud gaming and that they can just not, I have nothing against that, because honestly, we have a finite amount of space. Yep. Finite amount of space. So I love that idea of it being on like a, like a server somewhere that you can just access and, and play and try out. Yeah. Um. But when they decide they don't want to like support that any longer. Exactly. It becomes an issue. So I want people to be able to go and play like Arkham. Asylum,
0: right? Like, and be able to play like the version that existed, or the version, yeah, that...
1: or like even like if you if you remaster and you just clean it up a bit, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why not? I I love that. I love that idea.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I'm concerned about like abandonware and the idea of like things that existed that were seminal or even like oh, yeah. transformative for the for for the industry, for the genre, for for gaming, for hardware, for the audience and and having it just go away because like it's a video game it was made to be played on the device or system or operating system that like was made for it mm-hmm. and as we get further like i remember being like I remember computers like upgrading and then being like oh you can't play like i remember i couldn't play like old x-wing games because like the, the operating system didn't support it anymore mm-hmm. like xp didn't support them mm-hmm. anymore and i was like well, how do you, well, but, but how am I supposed to play it? Right. And they're like, who gives a shit? Like just just finding out like, yeah, just finding out like they don't care. And I'm like, that's so horrifying. Like you need to know. Well,
1: It's why it really, like, I struggle sometimes with, um, purchasing, like a physical copy of a game versus a digital copy of a game, because I recognize the fact that inevitably I may never, I may not be able to play that down the road mm-hmm. like because I don't have it in a physical format.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, so i buying more Blu-rays because like I'm worried about the availability of uh, media, but and then again, like, like video games is even more horrifying. Right.
1: Well, but then again, like some of it is, isn't. it isn't like, okay, for example, um, class how many of you have a steam library and how many of you have a steam library that's filled with games you're never going to get an opportunity to play in your lifetime because it's just overwhelming right if something were to happen though Mm -hmm. to them how would like what what would they do how would the licensing work for that like i have so many games through them Mm -hmm. how does the licensing work where steam to go we're done yeah Valve's like nah
0: yeah no it's horrible i I I mean why would you (laughs)
1: <laughs> just a gold mine right like a literal gold mine mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like how many consoles have you had you know like think about your, your ps4 right like, what how many digital versions of that do you have on there now luckily ps5 does support that but what if ps6 doesn't
0: mm-hmm. well remember <laughs> um you know what You it's know a great example of like games that you'll never play ever again any connect games
1: Oh, well, They're gone
0: mean, forever well, to be
1: fair i mean that's okay
0: yeah no but like when they were a thing that's that okay. was fun like we did like that raft game we jumped around on oh, or, yeah, like, I remember or that how game. we how you played the force uh, uh not the force awakens but force like unleashed. the force unleashed yes like there are a lot of different Things that are like th- those experiences are gone and can never be replicated.
1: I mean, there are I mean, like if you and this is not quite the same thing, but if you think about what Konami did mm-hmm. with PT. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, PT, you know, with Silent Hill, um, Kojima, yep. his entry that right, never Here's came this demo. To me. <laughs> here's the demo, took it away. Yeah. Just just took that away. So much so that like people can sell their PlayStations that have it on there for like hundreds and hundreds
0: of dollars. Insane. People want to try it and yeah. you can get
1: it, right? Like right.
0: Yeah, no. So that opened up a can of worms, but it's you know it's worth discussing. Um Nick Kay, thank you very much Wait, for your support.
1: There was one up there.
0: And uh Langley says, Tiff, uh, this is probably the most crowded video game fall ever. What are you looking forward to for me, Mortal Kombat 1, Starfield, Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty, Assassin's Creed, Mirage, and of course Spider-Man 2.
1: Um, Spider-Man 2 for sure. Uh Starfield's just a little too uh big for me. Like I love the idea. Of yeah. type of games like the idea of skyrim in space that's really cool like that's uh, that model um but it's just it's 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 too vast mm-hmm. it's space i know that it, but it's very vast um so maybe one day i'll try it but right now i'm just not like jumping onto it I know yeah. it's a beautiful game and I, I you know there's a lot of cool elements to it um right now i'm way into Baldur's gate yes i'm just dipping my toes into that so i'm very excited for um that i also like dredge which yes. is not like a this that came out of over the summer right I, I kind of had a lot of stuff over the summer i haven't really had a chance to look at anything super new coming out from there because i'm like i want to finish some of these games first
0: totally yeah and just a guy with mustache for the chicken oh <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks man.
1: <laughs> Not have to do that.
0: No, it's true, but thank you for your support and uh good seeing you again. Yes. So, well what else we got? Uh I guess I could talk really quickly about uh, Avengers Incorporated number 1 from Al Ewing and oh, Leonard sorry, Kirk. I was supposed to go. It's yeah. true. Uh Avengers Incorporated number 1, uh if you're like, wow, that what's Human Target doing with that Marvel logo on it? Um the cover is certainly clearly inspired. Like Yes. In a like let me just copy my homework. Well you're going to make it look like your own work, right? kind of way. Uh, but uh, of course it's al Ewing, he's not derivative, he's not a he's not a hack. So once you open it, it's a completely different kind of comic book. It is not human targeting Marvel. The cover is. Like the car the cover is blatant. Yes. This book is not. Uh the idea is that The wasp has um, a a villain or two. I think it's one villain really whirlwind who has been um, killed in prison. And uh, so she goes there to like investigate it. And it turns out there's a bunch of villains that are killed, but then it turns out that they're not killed. And it turns out that whirlwind is not whirlwind. And uh, basically she's like on a mission to investigate this whole conspiracy. uh, And, the uh, the directive across the board from both the uh, Avengers and the government and the uh, prison is no costumes. Uh, just like um, a human target. But uh, yeah, so this was like, this was an idea that like, I, I I assume it was, hey, can you do like a human target thing, Al? And Al went, no. But I can do something interesting. Okay. And I can let the artists show that in some way you know but i i but i fear that uh this book is is dreadfully boring and it's not it's just not enough Mm -hmm. i i think it's a wonderful opportunity for like janet to have like a a character again and i think it's a great opportunity for like marvel to try anything that's interesting and unique Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but i i but and, and by the way that's not that's not vision um at all
1: it's funny it looks like vision and it also looks like mr sinister
0: yeah i know it's neither
1: so can can we um can i talk really quickly about the cover right please yeah yeah when i saw this cover i was like oh cool a black widow book
0: right yeah but then you see the wings and it's like oh
1: but i don't know if they're not i'm like so here's the question are they playing that up on purpose because they think black widow will sell better than wasp
0: I, I don't know or is
1: it oops we should have made those wings a little more obvious no
0: well the wings are part of like the i think the wings are I've been on the cover right no i'm saying in, in the on the cover and the wings are evocative of like the the chalk outline you know where it's like they're implied Mm-mm. it's this cover is not great it, because i think it is it it, it starts with a place of, de- of of derivation like it is derivative yes and and then and, and then they're like well but we're also marvel so we need to make sure that like it's you know like the avengers incorporated like you got to kind of mr and mrs smith
1: no i feel like font
0: go i feel going. like they
1: should have really actually played up the logo more than they should have played up the character 100 percent for this yeah i think that would have made it stand out a little yeah. Bit more
0: yeah this this is this is not great um the book itself again like i think that janet is well uh presented i think that like the the twist must appeal to somebody um there's there's nothing there's no despite the cover's hackery The book itself is not hacky. Like, it's not... It is not a human target.
1: Right, right, right. And I want to address something. It's own thing. I want to address something. I saw something. Please do. In the yeah. Chat that was like they're like, isn't this cover supposed to be a reference to the Avengers British TV show from the sixties? No. Regardless of that. Yeah. The only reason they would think to do that is would because, be because like this human target is in the back of their minds. Like they wouldn't necessarily jump to making that sort of allusion yeah. without already having something to.
0: Yeah, Marvel has been fighting against being referenced to the Avengers series and movie yeah forever Mm -hmm. the only reason why they would ever like embrace it is because like the human target is a 60s inspired you know like very hyper stylized book Mm. that is from the exact same era as the Avengers series so while
1: they can go like no I'm actually homaging this the only reason you're homaging this is because that's what they wore was already pulled into your head and now you're trying to do that and and they just didn't do it very strongly I think they should have gone a different route I think it's a better way to present that exactly, exactly um so so yeah. yeah so i have a bunch of things because i'm sorry great i, f- I forgot that you yeah that i was like wait you front loaded and i'm like i'm like just going back and forth i'm like wait no it's my turn okay mm-hmm. x-force came out yes Let's talk about x-force i didn't do all the x-men books this week because there was a couple of other things i really wanted to read so yeah. we're not going to talk about x-men or ice man x-men we're not going to about ice man or children of the atom
0: neither is anybody else so it worked out great but we're
1: going to talk about x-force um ben percy on this one is it yes Ben Percy and Robert Gill on this uh this is the book where it's like hey do you want to know what's going to happen with Colossus this is going to be it good
0: oh like X-Force will be the book
1: X-Force is the one that's like let's tackle Colossus before we get to the fall of X good yeah okay all right you know what I mean yeah clearly this is what this series is trying to do uh we're not really going to be dealing with Beast right like i think that's going to be that the wolverine problem handled by wolverine wolverine's Fine. like on the prowl essentially <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um and it's just you know the rest of x force they went through that gate they ended up like in russia presumably or somewhere and they've been taken by um mikhail's mm-hmm. like group
0: navy <laughs>
1: uh and you know they they're being punished in different ways you know uh kid omega has a like, he's just in a cell because like he seemingly has diminished his powers and it's probably of his own making by mm-hmm. accident. Like there's something up with him. He needs to get out of his own brain. Right. So it's kind of cool. Right. Uh, Omega reds being severely punished for his failure in <laughs> uh 10 uh, lives or, or X lives of Wolverine. Right. Yes. And, uh, wolverine herself is being used to um make their soldiers stronger by fighting her constantly Mm -hmm.
0: okay all
1: right so you got got a lot going on domino and sage are working on trying to get them back domino does like a great like ops mission we kind of get back to that black opsy feel like we have been doing that but lately it's been a lot of like drama about beast and like the question the hanging question of colossus yeah um we get a really great info dump page in here in which we see like Sage work through the possibilities. She's uh, like pretty sure that this is what's going on, and this is what we need to do. So we have to go and find um Colossus, and then once we find Colossus, we'll be able to find the members of our team. That's how they want to fix this. Cool. That's, you know, because even Domino's like Sage, shouldn't we be doing something else mm-hmm. for everything that's going on with Krakoa right now? And she's right. like, I ran the the numbers and I looked at uh, other scenarios, and I'm just gonna follow my heart on this one. And okay. We gotta go get those. We gotta get our guys. Exactly. Right? Um, Black Tom no longer seems to have a stronger connection to Krakoa. It's not talking to him any longer, but he mm. still has access to some of the abilities he had from that. Okay. Um, and we see that uh, Mikhail has uh, a Colossus with him. Mm. And he's very like subservient. The chronicler has been writing clearly. I he's working towards something. I think he's trying to stage a coup himself. I see. Um, but Mikhail is ready to move on to trying to take over some of Orcus. because Orcus kind of got in the way a little bit of his plans. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so he has some some larger um ideas that he'd like to to make the next step in his massive plot um okay but uh chronicler's like i can't just abandon colossus like he's in the middle of his story essentially and mm-hmm. if i do that he could die right and mikhail's like well all right then we're gonna send him on this mission and if he dies and that's the natural ending of his, of his story okay so great like, dun,
0: dun, dun, right you're like great that'll actually like head towards a conclusion for this
1: Right. So we'll see Domino's again racing to find Colossus as well because she wants to find the rest of her team. Mm-hmm. But also, I guess I think she likes to save him too. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. So cool. Great, great story. Again, even though we're, you know, in this new. New status quo for Krakoa where it's like there is like Krakoa still exists, but the, where are the mutants? I don't know. Yeah. Right. X Force still gets to do what X Force does, at right. least part of it does. Right. So I'm like that that's kind of cool. Percy's found a way to keep the tone of his story going, even yeah. with um changes in status quo, which I think is just a, you know, the the highlight the hallmarks of a, a good writer who gets his character. Agreed. So great
0: stuff. Cool.
1: Um, additionally, uh X Men Red came out this mm-hmm. week. Uh this is this is a solid book. Solid, great, great book. Um, And while if you really liked this group uh, written by Al Ewing with art by Yildry Sinar, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, If you liked this book beforehand, you like this group, uh, while yes, this is like taking place during Fall of X and it's the reason why Storm isn't there um this book is also like here's something really massive and big going on and we're not doing an event about it this is just the story that's happening in, in this X-Men book Red. and right. it's happening on uh slash araco so like if you're like i don't really want to worry about what professor x is doing and i don't care about what emma's doing with like, Colossus's
0: journey or any of yeah, that stuff
1: you might really dig this because it's genesis coming back the four horsemen show up in this issue finally uh this this was a great issue mm-hmm. this was like al ewing just really um it's funny because you were just talking about how much you were not maybe digging on his uh avengers inc yeah
0: it's not his fault no no
1: no but i'm just saying like but it's not to say that al is not a a fine writer because this was a really well paced issue Mm. we get a bit more about um fisher king about his background which Mm -hmm. is actually i'm like great we're finally getting where this guy came from it's tragic it's great um not because it, i mean yes because it's tragic yeah but no uh, we it's, get a it's lot of nice. like wartime stuff where it's like you know genesis has a plan and they're trying to outthink her and like she makes a big move but oh my gosh there was actually another move to it it's mm-hmm. just really and you can you know it's going to happen because this is only the second issue with genesis back in a yeah, way yeah, yeah so you kind of you're like obviously they're not going to solve all the problems right now but no. it still caught me off guard where i was like oh oh <laughs> cool um so you know, political intrigue really cool bunch of fights it's genesis it's the hanging hanging shoe though of apocalypse oh, sure. coming with, back if he does like right. we're, we're, what, what side will he be on where are we gonna go with this yeah will the annihilation staff ever be taken care of because mm. that's like a real problem and i love it as a problem it's such a threat because of its you know quiet power yes so really really excellent um like i said if you're like the rest of fall x is not for me Stick
0: with, the, with X-Men x Red. Red is
1: just doing its own thing right now. And yes, part of it is tied into it, but it's very isolated from the rest of the stuff for the time being. So definitely go check it out. Nice. Uh, Hang on. All right. Uh, I also read the next Ghost Rider. I just wanted to see what was going to happen. Yeah. Post, um, you know. Wolverine. Re- Weapons of Vengeance. I'm like, what is it called? Weapons of Vengeance. Yeah. I got it. Ben Percy uh, and Carlos Nieto on art.
0: What a phenomenal cover. It's a really great cover. It's <laughs>
1: really great cover art and this is actually really quite excellent. This mm. this issue really focuses heavily on Talia Warroad uh Warroad, okay. And um her backstory. All we're right. going to fill in a little bit more for her character um and it's it's good stuff. I'm not going to go you're super not gonna ruin it. Yeah. deep into it. Um but it just you're like, "Oh, I get where this character comes from and we're setting up the next arc for them." Yeah. You know, Dr. Strange shows up in it. But like in the past, he's got the blue cloak. I was like, Haha, neat. need um, fun stuff. He uses some magic. And we set up that um, the uh, cult of Mephisto is <laughs> going to be showing up. So I was like, cool. Yeah.
0: Cool stuff. I uh, I read Batman and Robin number one, but admittedly, I read it like months ago. But uh, oh. it's written by Joshua Williamson with art by Simone DeMaio. Right, right. It's, of course, a, uh, a new Batman book for a hey. change. Uh, and this, of course, sets what? up. What, that
1: guy, that Batman guy? I know. I, know, I don't that know Batman if he's going to work out.
0: But uh, yeah, I, I, he's a niche character I, to be, to be sure. But um, this is, this is like, I, it feels like this is what Williamson has been heading towards. Yeah. Like this is the culmination of everything that he's been working on um, for uh, when it comes to Batman, like all of his Robin work, all of his, uh, like his, his Batman run short lived though it was, mm-hmm. uh, has been leading towards this book, which is a marriage of both. Of course, it's like about Bruce and his son, Damien uh, and, and, They are isolated from the Bat family, and it is also working in unison with the Gotham War, Mm. uh, though it has no uh, Gotham War banner, which I think is all the better for it. Uh, But we also get a chance for them to, like, really? They they tangentially touch upon it, like, oh, I'm kind of on the outs with the rest of the family. Mm -hmm. So it gives Bruce and Damien a chance to actually just, like, be father and son for a minute by themselves. Sure. Uh, Which normally I'd be uh, pretty upset about, but I'm pretty upset about all Batman, so I'd like one book that I can enjoy and have fun with. It seems to be this one. Oh, great! Um, because the DeMeo art is crazy. Like it, it. I've never seen a Batman book look this insane. Like it, it's never looked like this. Okay. Uh, it's not like that did Batman has ever. They did
1: the cover as well. They
0: did the cover as well. Okay. It's a very different looking kind of book. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly it's very different kind of. It's sleek. Yeah, it's very sleek. It's you would not uh, expect this, and I don't know why. I think it's it because a little shades of Mora. Oh yeah 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 no but like Mora is a lot more I think like deliberate and direct. Mm-hmm. This okay. is a lot more like interpretive and 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 stylized very stylized and very yeah. action oriented um, i don't know who's
1: doing the colors on this but
0: i know demeo's uh they're
1: great yeah oh it is demeo
0: okay yeah that's
1: why it's so cohesive. art and
0: color yeah it's on demeo um but we see uh damien and bruce like move into the brownstone together and so like they're gonna live together and there's this like funny Ooh. moment where like bruce goes you're going to school kid yeah so bruce so damien is gonna go to like The local high school he's going to public school he's going to public effing school and i kind of i I kind of love it and (laughs) i want to see it uh we also see like the motivation for damien and this is like the kind of character work that i really appreciate especially in big two comics especially in ongoing series and especially for characters that i don't normally like or i have a predisposition to hate um i will admit that like i liked the idea that on the island and on the lazarus island with damien and his miniseries, like damien is a manga fan yeah that i think really humanizes him in a, in a real way for me like knowing that like seeing damien just like separate himself from everybody and just reading manga and like obsessing over the like minutiae of these characters mm-hmm. I, I i guess i see a kinship in that i'm like oh i like that uh but then uh the fact that he's like writing his own that he wants to be a writer he wants to be a creative. And I think that's really cute. What a dork. And of course, like it's about himself.
1: Well, that I was going to say the art itself has like a a youthful touch to it without it being like too stylized too like to that, like, I don't know, young adult comic style uh-huh. like it just has a youthful energy to it yeah yeah it seems like they're leaning into it
0: big time it makes damien feels young but like teenage oriented bruce feels younger than he does in the main batman book well,
1: he, he's drawn that way
0: well he is certainly uh-huh. but like his his energy in the book is yeah. also really like really youthful um i think zadarsky really wants you to like feel the like dark knight returns version of batman whereas this is like a young single father batman mm. and i'm like all right
1: can you imagine Bruce going to like
0: a PTA meeting yes, or a or parent teacher conference? That's what we're going to get in this book.
1: Freaking like that, that teacher. It, well, it doesn't matter male or female. They're going to be like, hello.
0: Yeah. huh. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, 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 this is a good marriage of incontinuity, Western comic books, big two Batman books. And what you like about like the way, like the, the Wayne adventures from webtoons.
1: Dang. I like I'm not, listen, I'm not a big Damien fan. I hate Damien Don't make me want to read.
0: Those. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I mean, like, all I just I, can't
1: get over. I honestly, I love this. I love the way it looks. I love. That's the, the thing, thing is, like,
0: if this book consistently looks like this, it doesn't matter if did I hate Damien I'm going to keep reading this different you book. Click
1: on on Simone because mm-hmm. I, I, I like. What do they do? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, what they state. did State. Future State. I was like, oh, I've seen this before. Yeah, the
0: reason why, by the way, we don't really love Future State Gotham is because it's not. It's in black and effing white. So like the Demeo art is like a little bit lost.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get but that. But once you
0: see the color it like enhances that yeah, so absolutely. much more. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, but he did Future State Harley Quinn. Yeah. Which I definitely. Yeah. I cut out. on
0: my forehead. I don't know what happened.
1: Oh no. You going to make it?
0: I guess. Okay. It's kind of like what's happening. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, I was like I, I I was like I thought it was that. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, Cool. Uh, so I, I recommend it. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah what, what else you got?
1: I got one more okay. before I think we talk about the thing that I, the, I know
0: the, you do. Yeah, the bat in the room.
1: And like, I can't go too, too much about it, or I don't want to go too, too much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's a book that's going to be coming out from IDW. Uh, it's a horror book. <laughs> it's from that Dark Spaces initiative. Mm-hmm. Uh, full disclosure, they sent us a copy of it. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't because like they were like, and now talk about it nicely. I read yeah, it no. because Scott Snyder wrote it, mm-hmm. and I didn't really jump on the comicsology Scott Snyder initiative. No, like at yeah, all. Yeah, you didn't read I like didn't, a
0: lot of those. Books. I did
1: I didn't read any of those. Yeah, books. you
0: didn't read Clear or We Have Demons. Yeah, I just, or Barnstormers. Was it just wasn't
1: for me? And they sent this over, and I was like, all right, I'll take a peek at it. Mm-hmm. I opened it up and I started reading it. And then I actually couldn't finish it, and I I finished the rest of it Mm -hmm. um, just today. And it wasn't because I didn't want to. It was because I ran out of time um, while I was reading it. Um, But this is Scott Snyder and Hayden Sherman. And this book, which the cutoff is today, by the way. It's oh, the final, or order cut cut off, so. final order cutoff is today. So
0: if you want to if you want to get if, if you're convinced by Tiffany's recommendation or, or review, then, then you I've, I'm con- already
1: too late unless you're on the West Coast. Yeah.
0: Contact your comic book store and tell them you want to
1: grab it. It's not coming out until October and it's like perfect for October. It's perfect for October mm-hmm. because this is horror. And I actually mentioned to Scott this weekend. I was like, hey, I had a chance to kind of check out your book and it's great. Right. And he mentioned that like part of Dark Spaces for him was like pulling out the supernatural element of horror. Mm. so if you're the kind of person who likes horror that's like real obviously well a little more it's related to reality yes. right like there's it's fiction mm-hmm. but it, there's a the element of reality like man is the monster beasts are the monster nature's the monster that kind of thing sure. right that's what you're going to get especially with this book mm-hmm. right like it's man is the monster yeah and even if the the like the way in which things occur are like outside of hopefully the scope of a real person being able <laughs> to do this yeah. um because of the fact that it's not a ghost a demon um right magic whatever a time traveler yeah Yeah. a lovecraftian horror um it gives you that much more of a connection yeah and this was the first time in a while that i have felt the same passion and writing style that i felt in witches Mm. and while witches is totally supernatural yes but that human like that human element is there and his human element is here and this is dark it's a dark book and i told him i liked it he kind of was like oh it's gonna get really dark it's gonna (laughs) it's it's gonna gonna get more it's gonna get more dark and i was like that's great i'm I'm here for that that's what i'm looking for um so he he's pitching it as like it's this it is super dark book Mm -hmm. right and um it involves like a serial killer it involves um uh like like i said a human element there is like a you know there's family in there there there's someone who's like been hunting someone for quite a while there's a lot there's a lot going on in this um but it, it gripped me, and and I've been thinking about it since I started reading it. And I was like, I have to finish this book. Wow. I have to finish the book, and by the time I was done with it, I was like, yeah. No, I, I cannot wait for the next issue, and this issue hasn't even come out, so I have even longer to wait. <laughs> like, you're, if you decide you want to grab this, you just have to wait until it comes out, and then you have to wait a month. I have to wait, like, two months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I definitely want to make sure that I – get myself a physical copy of this because this is great and again if you're looking for supernatural this is not where you're going if you just like snyder's writing style from witches that like again human emotion dark mm-hmm. grim right world this
0: is it yeah so dark spaces dungeon check that out uh so really quick, let's do some super chats and then sure. we'll talk about the last book. Um, Andre oh,
1: admittedly, there is one thing in there that I was like, if Ethan read this part, he'd be like, I don't think that would work. And admittedly I had that same thought, but I was willing to let it go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, whatever, who cares? I'm enjoying myself. Yeah.
0: Uh, Andre, f wanted to meet you at Baltimore Comic-Con. Sadly, I think I arrived too early, but in good news, I did meet Tom King and of course he had nothing but nice things to say about Comic Bob. Well, thank you very much, Andre. I'm sorry we missed you, man. Oh, um yeah, we were there uh We didn't make it didn't down make it early Friday. enough on
1: Friday, unfortunately. Yeah. Um we we got to drive down to a big scary storm though. We did. Yeah, we
0: were we were there Friday technically. We were in Baltimore. But the Comic-Con the comic con con was over. over the Comic-Con had been over got... by, for hours by the time I got back. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, Tom's been very very kind. Uh the, the thing that I will say and I don't want to get into it too much but like i I had a chance to see tom both at baltimore and in uh at zapcon in Wayne, new jersey uh but he both times has said that this is one of the best audiences that he's ever encountered is you guys and how kind and supportive and caring and sweet you you all are. Um and uh, and he, he can't help but notice and remark on it. So, you know, thanks for thanks for representing us very well. Yeah,
1: for being awesome.
0: And being yourselves. Uh mush Mushaboom90 says, just want to say <laughs> that I appreciate all the hard work. This channel helped me get into comics. Keep up the good work. Also, Elsewhere's Exchange and your interviews are some of my favorite segments. Well, thank you, Mushaboom 90, for your support, uh, for enjoying what we make and uh for uh, having some favorites. We do appreciate it, man. It means a lot to us yes, so thank, thank you, you thank you thank you, very you, much. Thank you. uh joshua steven says not necessarily beholden to these two but would a steve rogers emma frost book be better than a tony stark emma frost book or not even remotely interested thank you comic pop for everything i am way more interested in steve and emma because it's already been established like we set up like that steve has a very interesting slash oedipal reaction to emma and i would love to see that explored especially because i think that steve and emma are very different like just very different kind of people and i would love to see emma I, being like i can't help myself i love this guy
1: uh, yeah she's like you inspire me to be better and that bothers me. and it
0: really bucks it really <laughs> messed me up i i love that a lot yeah uh yeah and i think why not you know what and there's always room for that
1: yeah oh no because the, ste- the, the
0: stark but. one is a is a sham anyway uh and cj hall <laughs> says come up woo thank you very much cj big up yeah. to you uh what's your favorite moon knight personality uh, i'm always with mark because i don't like care about the the did like for me i'm just like just be moon knight i you know uh my charlie houston run is my favorite uh but i did dig the uh the declan shalvey period Aww. and uh and that had very little to do with the different types of personalities as it did had to do with like the, the the story and the horror and just watching moon knight react i'm very much what i like the thing i like about moon knight is the spawn of it all where like mcfarland's like i just want spawn to go to places and the fucked up rooms and just kick ass and then he leaves and you're like whoa and like, that's Moon Knight for me. It's just like, well, I want Moon Knight to go into a place that it, like the Marvel universe is like, we don't show this place normally, but Moon Knight showed up and he, he took care of it. Like as far as who's, who's behind the mask. Couldn't care less. Moon Knight without a mask uh, with a Moon Knight with a mask off is the least interesting thing I could think of.
1: Yeah. No, I like, I like them all, honestly. Yeah. I like all, I like all three of them. I like um Mark, Jake, and.
0: And, oh, uh, Steve. Steve.
1: I'm like, grant (laughs) i'm like grant's a first name too um no i I think they all bring something to the table uh jake is i don't know something about jake especially in jed mckay's run yes he's he's just fun right it's just a different you know what it is it's just because i think for me like steve and and jake are so different different yeah and and like it's just i feel like it's just highlighted a lot lately in, in the mckay run just you know the the lives that they lead the worlds that they come from it's honest oh, fun
0: yeah, anyway absolutely and stupid sandwiches it's a weird dichotomy between batman that batman has a relationship with tim drake as batman and robin but he wants to put the most work into being a father figure with damien despite the fact that his son is the most self-sufficient um
1: that's probably why though yeah he's like I, I i can't mess this one up
0: right exactly i think that um mm-hmm. it's interesting, you know with with respect to the the adopted sons versus the the damien situation mm. um dick and jason and tim all remember their fathers
1: right 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 right
0: Right. jason's father vaguely like jason should actually be the most kind of connected or feeling the most lost which is why like he's in any way engaging at this point after his resurrection mm-hmm. but uh you know jason's father was like a, a hood who worked for two-face who died his mother he never knew and he, and his desire to know his mother got him killed cool Right. That's a, actually a really great element to his personality. It was always something I liked to know when I was looking at his dead effing costume. But uh, Dick and Tim were raised by their fathers. They have fathers.
1: To a point.
0: Like they're dead, but they they ha- their influence is is there. Jack Drake is especially influential in Tim's upbringing. Tim mm. was Robin while his father was alive mm-hmm. and, uh, and and was a, a source of contention for him in a big way. Uh, so, I I don't see you know I see Bruce being Tim's father and Tim wanting Bruce to adopt him afterwards. But I think that uh, that was I always felt like that was kind of not necessarily like a like a flaw, but I always felt like that was Tim trying to fill a void that he felt he needed to fill, and that one day Tim would recognize that he didn't need that. Mm. That like while I do accept and 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 acknowledge that Tim. And Jason and Dick and Damien and to some extent Duke are all Batman's sons. I also feel like, you know, Tim in particular wants to be Bruce's son because he wanted to bridge the gap between Robin and Tim Drake because it was such a source of contention for him when he first became robin mm. and because it was such an issue between him and his his biological father mm. um so I, I you know but that's 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 a, there's a multi-layered thing with damien he's like damien doesn't need me at all i didn't even know he was there and i'm, I'm i i don't want to i, I want to make up for lost time okay i don't necessarily well because like, you know don't help
1: though in this situation because like t- technically when you think about it like um, Talia is a single mom. Yeah, but she's also Talia Al Ghul, so it's right. kind of hard to judge because is ba- there. Based on her, her, like you know, like you think about like a like a single mom working mm-hmm. hard, and it's like you're still Talia Al Ghul, so you're still making questionable choices anyway. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like. You know, I appreciate him wanting to be a part of it and yeah. be there for his son. Mm-hmm. But, like, don't take away from the fact that, like, someone did technically race him. Again, exactly. You can't see the League like, Shadows element out of it, and you really can't. So it's, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's really mm-hmm.
0: hard. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, so talking about the last book of the week before we jump more into recommendations, let's, uh, let's talk about this this black label book, Batman Gargoyle of Gotham, entirely from Rafael Grumpa and Matt, uh, Mateus uh, Lopes, Lopes or Lopez
1: yeah they they did the coloring
0: gotcha um but yeah uh written and drawn by Raphael grandpa this was a book that i was really anticipating ever since i read the last installment of the dark knight returns universe where grandpa drew that uh right and i loved grandpa's work and i really like grandpa's like art especially Mm -hmm. his interpretations of these characters and they're very strong very like deliberate and very uh bold Mm -hmm. decisions like you know his his flash is one of my favorite images of the flash of the last 10 years Mm -hmm. uh because um it's just it's just such a cool image and it's something you don't normally see and uh you know and and his batman of course is also great Mm -hmm. but i but you know it's just like he he was a bold new artist that i'd never heard of and i was like i'm really excited to see like what what grandpa brings to the table mm-hmm. um and th- so here it is right we got this like this 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 great and it's perfect because i think it's like it really is a perfect place for him grandpa because he is able to do whatever he wants and just go for broke Right. And, and it's, it's, it reminds me of, uh, when Lee Bermejo wants to do like a Batman book or his own book, like right. a circle, right, uh, right. It, you know, it's like Bermejo's going to do something that like speaks from the heart and really like hits all the hallmarks for him. Mm-hmm. The, the most important priorities for the character. Um, the book is stunning. I think mm. if you like grandpa style, like if you, if you think that like the, that dark Knight book looked crazy good or interesting, then, good news it looks just like that if not actually a little cooler cuz mm. it's darker it's very european it, okay. it feels very european inspired now obviously he himself isn't necessarily european but it feels like a book that should be oversized that should be like from another country that mm. should almost feel foreign mm. even if you're looking at these uh, these, these these very familiar uh, icons his interpretation of jim gordon for example you know jim is at first glance jim but then you see like his mustache is more blotchy like it looks like a like a like a potato that's been shoved under his nose like he looks almost like a muppet you know and it's but against this gritty wet disgusting filthy world Mm -hmm. um it is by the way folks it is not it isn't it's in its own universe this is in grandpa's universe it has nothing to do with with frank miller um it is also borderline unreadable uh it feels like it was uh just 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 chewed through a google translator okay like i I feel like the characters don't speak like it for me i was like i can't read any of this like i'd start reading it and i'd be like oh what the what the crap is happening okay i i just i at some point or another yes i just stopped okay and i just looked at the book all right and i was i felt all the better for it
1: fair so like when i and i you're gonna have to forgive me when i got home today. Sal mentioned this book, and I was like, because I saw you wrote all the Batman stuff, and I was like, was there something I missed? And he was like, oh, this came out, yeah. And I was like, and he's like, but it's too long; you're not gonna have enough time, which is 100 true. Mm-hmm. I, there was no way in the amount of time we had, but well, time I came home, the time we had to be here, yeah, that I could read 54 pages. No, I'm just I'm not a fast reader. Um, but he was like, take a look at it, so at least I could talk about the art, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I, I, I kept in mind what you said, and I couldn't help myself, and I read the first few pages. Yeah. And I don't think you're correct in what your problem is with it. Okay. I re- I, I was looking, I'm reading through it and I'm like, no, this is, there's is occasionally a couple of things where I'm like, oh, that's like a weird way to put that. Yeah. It's but a weird like, way to say that. Yeah. But for the most part, I was okay. And then I realized there was something that was bothering me about it. Okay. It's the lettering.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and I believe that grandpa did the lettering ah. and I believe the lettering is hand lettered. Oh. I'm not sure. It's either an incredible font with like a million different E's, which mm-hmm. it could be. Right. But those T's. Okay. So here's the problem. This font. And we're going to, I'm going to get into more about the yeah. actual lettering problem of, of it, but this font, like I, I I'm looking at it. I'm sure crazy. No, it's John Workman. Okay. John Workman. <laughs> which wasn't like the credits. I only went by the credits page. And the credit page doesn't have a letter on it.
0: No, that's weird. I don't think so. Yeah. Anyway,
1: um, the font itself. Like the more I like looked at it, like there's like all these different variations on E's, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, well, wait, is this is this hand letter? But then the T's all look like the lowercase T's look like a stamp, right? It's it is a baffling font. It right? also,
0: if I may add on, add on to that, yes. When you look in the in the in the caption boxes, yes, there's like too much space.
1: That hang on, I'm getting there so the other problem is is literally the layout and the way that sentences are broken up Mm -hmm. and that if you took that like some of those word balloons and you just put them as like a sentence you would read them differently Mm -hmm. and i think that's where you were struggling with it because your brain's trying to put breaks in where they shouldn't be because of the nature in which the the words are broken up within the balloons Mm -hmm. and so there was definitely a couple times where i had to reread a box or a balloon because i was like wait is that messed up and then i'm like no it's literally the way that the sentence structure is broken down. Right. And, and that's like a shame. Yes. Because as I was looking through this and I skipped ahead a little bit, just so that like, I could kind of get a feel for it. This looks like something I would enjoy reading. 100%. Like there's something like, I don't know where this story is going. No. But like, like, cause again, cause I only got a certain point before we had to go, mm-hmm. but this looks really interesting. But I was like, this isn't going to be a struggle for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, and, and injury is
0: a new villain. It creates a whole yes. new thing, but like, but it's, it's it's frustrating to read. Right.
1: But then you'll have like balloons that are completely fine, but like yeah, the it normal, was, it was just literally, there was like too many like widows and stuff like that on this page. And there was too many times where I'm just like, Oh, we just didn't quite like place out our words correctly, which is why I was like, is it handwritten? I don't know. Like that. I cannot, I have got to look more into this, what this font uh-huh. is. Like, is it a font? <laughs> is it not? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But like, it's not enough for me to not want to read this, mm-hmm. right? Like I want to read this and I, and I think, and I'm hopeful that as we go on, it actually gets a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, But I just noted, I was like, I think that's what is making it difficult to read. Yes. That it's maybe not necessarily like a language thing and more like a, 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 you, a you, formatting thing. You put issue. a barrier
0: for mm-hmm. the way
1: that like the average like brain might interpret it yeah. or like our brains just in general, which probably aren't average. um, yeah. But again, it's not every single time. Mm -hmm. It's just some of them I'm like, oh, okay. Why would you break a sentence up like that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, it it was, it was, I wanted to love it. And I, I just, it was such a frustrating experience. I couldn't bring myself Mm. to, uh, to, to endorse it. Like I, I endorse it wholesale. I think it's worth buying. I think it's worth looking at. I think the art is spectacular. I think that the, the, the approach is exactly what like, black label is there for it's Mm -hmm. a it's a wholesale new interpretation of batman but also entirely familiar and like contributory like it's gordon it's alfred it's batman he's dealing with the duality of being batman right right, he's thinking about getting rid of bruce wayne he's got conflict as batman he's got conflict as bruce wayne he's got conflict with alfred like meanwhile gotham itself is like this gross gritty disgusting terrible place um and even more so with like this really kind of like i like i could keep referring to it as like a european kind Mm -hmm. of style um but it's uh it, yeah i i can't like i can't I, read it so i have to wait for it either to be all together maybe but but I, and here's my suspicion yeah. about like the the, the 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 caption box in particular mm-hmm. because i've read a lot of european comic books over the years yeah especially books that have been translated or retranslated okay i think the boxes work work perfectly if it's in his language
1: oh yeah you're right no there it is it says it's it's, oh wow there it is yes
0: i think that it i think they didn't bother to recaption box it i think that they fit what they could in what it was you know what i mean like i think that the caption boxes are perfect if they're in his language and not in english i
1: disagree with that and, and here's why i assume this is all digital it is digital it's digital, like you don't have to worry about that stuff like, any longer. you know. I, know. What I mean, that's like, why
0: I'm like, that's why I'm mad because I'm like, I think no, that I, they didn't do it and I think I they're feel lazy. Like this is
1: just a choice. I I don't know Workman from any other lettering process. He's done apparently
0: like a zillion things, hmm. but older yeah. things.
1: I mean, I'll, oh okay, hmm.
0: like thirty years ago. Hmm,
1: hmm, hmm. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, I I will. I'm going to give this a shot. I'd like to read this. I'd like to give Fair this enough. a try, um, but. But yeah, I, I, I but you I, see what I'm talking I about. I did see what you're talking about, but I think that that's what it is. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah, I'm enough. wrong about like what actually is the problem there. Because mm-hmm. I haven't finished it. I didn't, no. I didn't like again, because I just ran out of time. Yeah, exactly. But I think that might be what the issue is. It's, yeah. just, it's just some weird layout totally. options.
0: Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, let's recommend some comics that are coming out this week that we should check out. Yeah. Uh, Nightwing number 106 is coming out. Yay, Nightwing. More Nightwing. Um, World's Finest, Superman, Batman number 19. No. Nice. Uh, wonderful series. I, I I love more of it. Uh Superman number six. We're back to basics. We're back to this. Night Terrors is over. Wolver- uh Superman number six. Hooray. Mm. I'm getting that. Uh Titans number three. I need to read number two. I just forgot. Just been it's it's easy to forget. Um Uncanny Avengers number two. Uh I'm gonna read this. We'll see how it goes.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh,
0: I'm really excited about Captain America number one. This is JM Straczynski. Doing Captain America again, okay. And uh the art, I believe, is from the Punisher. You call series. him
1: J.M. That like broke my brain.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's supposed to be J.M. DiMatteis. Yeah, but that, they're like, both J.M.
1: I was literally like, "What?"
0: creator Babylon Five. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, that was the problem. You didn't say the rest of it's it. It's
0: true. And one of the most anticipated books until I saw Greg's land name on it, uh which is Predator versus Wolverine. Finally. And uh, I, no, I want to talk about that in a minute. Oh, sure, um, sure. And of sure. course, also Wonder Woman number one. But I can also say I've read number one number one of Wonder Woman. Right. And uh, I can say that Sam Per's art is phenomenal. Okay. It's definitely worth checking out. You will wish you'd picked it up. Um, it sets up the new status quo for Wonder Woman. It will influence the rest of the book. It has far-reaching ramifications on the DC universe. Mm. Um, and uh, it's it's Civil War. The Amazonians are, are, are probably going to number one. Which I'm sure they've done a st- like at least six stories like that
1: before. Right, 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 right.
0: Um, but it's it's good.
1: Okay, it's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, have, I, but I haven't I will checked say, it out at all. But I should warn you. Okay. It's a lot of setup. Okay. Issue two is where things get going. Okay so it's going to feel very tom king it's going to feel very self-indulgent it's going to feel very long in the tooth but i promise you mm. second issue more things get going okay. uh, but you may like the deep cut of like a certain character appears in this book but we'll talk oh. more about that in depth uh, at, uh next week um also stranger things uh, ninja turtles uh issue two is fun i love the first issue we'll see how three turns out as well
1: okay great wow, that's like that's like a lot of books mm-hmm. this week um Let's use right in this. I
0: don't know. that. Yeah, is. I'm not even going to bother with this contest of chaos. Oh, the contest
1: and- of chaos annual for yeah, they can eat. It. Oh, I'm care. not going to read the X-Men annual. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to read any I, of them. Like so to, I, I like for- to try to promote things. I, I only mention things I'm going to read. Uh, Wolverine number 37. I'm going to see where um, Ben Percy's going to take Wolverine right now. You know, he's supposedly um, dealing with, you know, the, like Logan clones. I think he's going to hunt down the rest of them. Okay. And then I, I hopefully can go after Beast after that um but it, the hulk's gonna be there it's you know it's a, it's a classic team up obviously
0: I, uh, yeah um
1: absolutely. so check it out Juan Jose ripple beyond art uh if that's what you're Sweet. interested in for this um if you're interested in that i don't know where i was going with that uncanny spider-man number one Fall of X stuff but i'm yes i'm reading this it's nightcrawler
0: as a wall this. crawler this is this is you a combination you're not gonna read this i'm definitely gonna read this. yeah it's I've, written
1: by simon Spurrier with r by lee Garbett.
0: i've i've wanted when i was a kid growing up yeah as a little kid my two favorite Marvel characters were Nightcrawler and Spider-Man.
1: Well, this is so for you're you putting then.
0: them together. Yeah. I'm in.
1: Yeah. Like, right, right? Like it looks great. It great yes. costume. Yeah. Great costume. You know, he'd been, you know, prophesied it was gonna happen and here yeah. it is.
0: Here it is. Finally.
1: Alpha Flight number two. If you like the first Alpha Flight, written by Ed Brisson, check out Alpha Flight Number Two. I, I en- think
0: um I enjoyed this. You know what the problem Let's is? Check with out this. the
1: next one. The cover's not great.
0: Yeah. Um, but also they should like this is that's a classic logo for Alpha Flight. Yeah. They should have x men it. Like, they should have Hickman Alpha Flight. Or, like, if it's part a, of Alpha, it, giving it, them a new one? Yeah.
1: They got the banner. Give us a
0: Krakoa Alpha Flight. They got,
1: the, they got the banner.
0: I'm just saying, like, Alpha Flight needed a Krakoan Logo? redesign. okay.
1: Uh, I just want to throw this out there. I saw some like really dope art um, by Andrea Sorrentino um, for the Bone Orchard Mythos Tenement. Uh, it's a book I really wanted to pick up and read, and I just never got back to it. So number four is coming out. So uh, if I get an opportunity, I want to grab this at some point. But there's like some this incredible art image that Sorrentino put out there, and I was like,
0: "Oh, uh, it's in I, this, I, or I mean, is it just?" I don't know if it. it's in
1: this one. Okay. I don't know if, or if it's coming up for like a second a sequel of some sort mm-hmm. I, I don't know it's spectacular i yes I, i'm gonna need to jump into this at yes, some please. point. here's something i didn't know was happening and it's not by the same people i will still check it out though it's not by anybody who wrote either of these things Wow. strange academy moon night number one is coming out <laughs> um i i have no idea it's carlos hernandez on on writing uh julian shaw on art i'll at least give it a try
0: Yeah, let's see if these characters have some staying power. Give them to somebody who isn't just in love with them.
1: And I'm clearly going to have to pick up a book before this because it's part of Solve for X.
0: What does that even mean?
1: It means I I missed a book. What the hell? It's a little thing that's going on. It's a okay. Thing. So, I'll, I mean, uh-huh. I'll check something that out. The first one. Yeah. This I just wanted to know for myself. Who's writing this? I don't know them. <laughs> I just wanted to see it. Don't know you. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to um anyone who's a fan of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. There's a Chilling Adventures presents Madam Satan Hell on Earth number one will be coming out. I just wanted to let you know about that. If you're interested in more from that universe,
0: mm-hmm. there's more. <gasps> nice. Uh oh, and Saga.
1: Oh, and Saga number 66. I thought I right clicked that. But I guess I didn't. <laughs> and the thing I'm obviously going to pick up, because I swear because I saw this image in the back of the last issue, I was like, I already read right. this. Yeah. No, I just saw this Im- image. Yeah, image. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so I number 66 is coming out. Brian K. Vaughn, Fiona Staples. If you don't know by now, God, I love this. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you.
0: I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, but we want to thank you so much. Uh, Zoinks says, uh, Hey guys, hope you're well. Did you read Danger Street this week? Remind really reminded me of the poison scene in Princess Bride. Thought it was funny. Can we talk about that cover for that book? I know
1: that cover, that cover for this issue. I saw that cover, I don't know where. Yeah,
0: freaking amazing. I agree. I agree. I'm not reading it. I, I, uh, I don't care,
1: but that cover for like last week, yeah, not this week, it's the previous week. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it like struck me so much. Yeah. It's fantastic. No, the the, The lightning. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jorge. Like lightning is just going to be intrinsically connected. Even though we have storm on in Marvel, it's like blue where the lightning bolt is attached to DC. And I love it. Just.
0: Yeah. That's true.
1: Wrecking logo it's just i love it i just yes
0: yeah no i agree with you i really
1: enjoyed that yeah. when
0: not... when it is collected i will read all of
1: look De at that it's so fun because
0: i have uh I, I it's on my pre-order list i have every issue i just haven't read them i'm deliberately not i will read it all when it's together mm. it's because uh, i and it's a horror maybe it's a horgy Hornis thing because for me i was like but i read like, the first issue of rorschach i'm like no and then i read it all and it was million it was brilliant look, at,
1: look, at, look at, down the side it says book nine doctor mm-hmm. Fre- like i know uh,
0: I know, I know. Have we talked about? Have you looked at those uh, those those Rorschach covers? You did the same thing. No. Uh, you you would yeah, you would love it. Anyway, um I'm sorry but uh yeah you listen tr- that was triggered apparently i know i know right <laughs> uh but uh as per every week every monday we will be uh back next monday to do another episode of off the rack uh if you would like to see more make sure to subscribe and like the video and we'll see you guys next time with a whole new episode uh if you want more of course go to youtube.com slash comic pop subscribe over there and watch back issues or go to twitch.tv slash comic watch tiffany play video games on tuesdays wednesdays and sometimes thursdays and of course if you want to watch that you could also see more on youtube.com at comic pop plays and more uh all descriptions or all all information about everything we do is in the description of every video we make so check those out and we'll see you guys next time with an all new episode thank you so much for our super chatters for sponsoring today's show thank you everybody for coming to zapcon this past saturday and thank you everybody for watching today's show we'll see you guys next time with an all new episode i'm sal
1: i'm tiffany Hello
0: everybody thanks a lot for watching bye everybody bye stay tuned for chris bye everybody bye bye